Hey guys, my name is Ben Berman and welcome to the Starting It Up podcast where I interview all types of entrepreneurs uncovering actionable steps and inspiration that you can use to build your business, your side hustle, whatever it is that you're trying to create and live the life you've always wanted. Hey guys, how's it going? Today in the podcast, we talk with Dylan Sangley, who is one of the hardest uh, hustling 19-year-olds I've ever met in my life. This guy uh, is really the definition of a hustler and entrepreneur. He kind of goes out there, puts himself out there, tells a story, and isn't afraid of getting uh, a no, isn't afraid of anything. He really is kind of just doing him, uh, starting and running a couple businesses uh, all uh, while he's a freshman at UNLV. So it was really great to talk to him uh really better understand his story and just see what he's uh what he's up to and um and how he got to that point one quick thing uh there were a couple audio issues where this is actually one of the earlier episodes we ended up recording uh via computer mic accidentally instead of microphone mic so yeah just be aware hope you guys enjoyed and here it goes Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, how's it going? Welcome to the podcast. Today, we have Dylan Sangley, who's an entrepreneur. He's uh, the founder of Designer ETC, Designer Merch, uh, a lot of different um, clothing brands, lifestyle brands. He's using uh, social media platforms like Instagram to really grow his business. Um, we're actually going to talk to him about that. And um, and yeah, take it, uh, take it over, Dylan. Tell us a little bit about you, how you got involved in, in the whole entrepreneurship thing, uh, where you're at right now. And yeah, just uh, some broad information. How you guys doing? My name is Dylan Sangley. I just turned 19 years old on October, and uh, I'm currently a freshman at UNLV. I run multiple businesses online. I just recently opened up my own shop a few weeks ago. We're going to go a little bit into just about that. But um, I own Designer ETC, Designer Merch, and uh, co-founder and CEO of... um, LB pound. So, well, right now we, we started this, I started this business around a year ago, um, in August and it's been, it's been going amazing ever since then. So what we, what I do is I sell new and used trendy clothing on social media and at the shops and, um, a percentage of what I make goes back to reinvest for more clothing and essentially for the homeless. So, uh, ever since I was a young kid, man, ever since I was like in third grade, I would ask my grandma to buy me lollipops, to buy me, um, <laughs> to buy me like, like really, really small candies or anything that I could know that, that I know that I could flip for a profit. Um, she would buy me like $5 bags of lollipops that came with like 20 or 25. And I would go to school. This was in third grade. Keep in mind, I was in third grade and I would sell these, I would sell this candy for like a dollar each. And I come home like every day with like 20 bucks, $25. And my mom would be like, where'd you get all that money? And I'm like, mom, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But eventually <laughs> she, eventually she, uh, she found out, but, um, yeah, man, I've always had this, I've always had this entrepreneurship mindset, this business mindset. And, you know, it's always been something that I've truly been passionate about. Um, and you know, like when I was a sophomore in, in high school, I actually had a, a, a one-on-one basketball training and I had four, four, four kids, four to five kids. And each kid would pay me, uh, their parents would pay me, obviously their parents would pay me, uh, $40 for two hours each session. 
So that would be like an easy, like $200, you know, but I always made sure that I brought value to the kids and I brought value to all the people that I, that I was, that I've been working with, you know, so, so that they would come back, you know? So, um, so moving past that, my junior year, I started designer, et cetera, when I was 17 and, um, then moved along to my senior year and now I'm in college. So with designer, et cetera, I, I started with only $40 as time went on. Um, I would just, I would just be selling clothes here and there. I bought a few pieces at first at, at Sabres with the $40. And so one day I picked up my sister from school and, um, we saw a few homeless men on the sidewalk and I had a few bags of clothing in my SUV. So I was like, you know, I'm going to use this as a lesson for my sister because my sister didn't want, my sister kind of wanted to avoid them in a way that, you know, so I, I, I kind of saw that as like, that's how a lot of people are viewing the homeless. So I didn't really mm -hmm. like that kind of perspective because everyone is equal in my eyes. You know, everyone is equal in God's eyes. So uh, we stopped on the sidewalk and we gave those men all the bags of clothing and they were so happy. They were so filled with joy and that really made me happy. And that made her happy too. My, my, that made my sister happy. So I was like, wow, like if I could do something to impact the world, if I could do something to like, you know, inspire others to do the same thing and feel the same way that I did when I gave to those homeless men, then, you know, I, I got to do it. I, I got to do it because um, because that, that's what I truly wanted to do, you know? And so what, as time went on, I was like, okay, I want to surround my business model around this whole aspect. So what I did was a month later, it was my birthday. And instead of having a huge celebration, we went downtown to give, give back to the homeless community. So we, uh, my, my, my family and I put like a bunch of clothing together and it was like men's, women's, children's clothing. And we went down there and everyone, it was just me in the middle. Cause I wanted to, I wanted to like, I wanted to tell people the reason why I was there. I wanted to, I wanted to tell people, mm -hmm. you know, this is what I, this is what I, I'm truly about. So, um, everyone surrounded me. It was crazy. We, we were, there was like a whole, there was a whole bunch of tents in this one parking lot. We parked right in the middle and we started, I started hand giving like jackets, shirts, everything. Everyone just yeah, like awesome. swarming, you know, in the matter of minutes, like all the bags were gone and we had about 10 to 15 bags of clothing. And I got to say thanks to my, my grandparents because they actually donated some clothing to me because that they moved out. All I had to do was help them move out and uh, they blessed me with some clothing. And, you know, as time went on, I would always promote my business. I would always promote it and be like, Hey, I'm Dylan. Follow me on follow me on Instagram, and uh, you know, it, this was like a constant thing. I would I would get you know like I would get like note cards, and I'd write follow D Sangling, just like <laughs> slap it on a yeah. slap it on actually, uh, the uh, lunch table. Yeah, you actually uh, slid into uh, the podcast DMs, being like, "Yo, I uh, want to get a feature. Let's do it." Um, mm -hmm. and yeah. I actually really respected that, you know, that's something that, right. uh, just goes, goes so far, you know, just being able to, 
go out there, put yourself out there and just ask for something and not being afraid. I, I really respect right. that. I thought it was awesome. Right. Um, especially right. from, you know, uh, someone who's, you know, really young. Um, it was, it was really cool right. to see you just like believe in yourself, uh, have a great, you know, business, great product. And you just wanted to kind of tell your story. So, um, you know, props to you. That was, that was an awesome thing to do. <clears throat> Appreciate it, man. Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously there would be some haters that would be, be like harshful comments. Like, why would I have to, why would I have to follow you if I'm never going to buy anything from you, you know? And those people that said that to me in the past are actually people that are consistently buying from me now. <laughs> um, and, you know, I was like, wow. And as time went on, uh, Channel 8 actually reached out to me here in Las Vegas. By this, at this time, I was actually making cookies for my whole neighborhood so I could advertise I could advertise my business and go door to door. And this was at like 6 a.m. And so uh, I checked on Twitter and someone from Channel 8 messaged me. She was like, we would like to come to your house and do an interview because we love what we love what you're doing. We love what, what we're seeing. And it would be an honor for us to, to go to your house and, and do an interview. So I think that same day or the next day they came to my house and I was like in shock because like this is my first interview like, I'm not going to lie, I was nervous. So we did the interview and it was like amazing. Um, a few weeks later, uh, I had my, I had that, I had that segment published on our more on the morning news at school. And again, I, I was getting, I was getting, I was getting laughed at, but you know, a lot of that doesn't phase me because that's, that's what comes with, uh, the growth of a business. You know what I mean? And uh, when I graduated from from high school, I graduated with eleven Fulbright scholarships. And my top wow. two my top two colleges were Missouri and UNLV. Missouri offered a Fulbright basketball scholarship, while UNLV offered Wait, like D like D one basketball. Um, I think it was D one NAA. Yeah, oh, wow. so it was like like a. I think it was like a JUCO, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah, that UNLV offered to pay me, which was awesome. <laughs> and uh, that so when I graduated on the same exact day, I got invited to a national business competition, and the the organization that that sponsored me was Sage. Uh, so they 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 uh they paid for four hotel rooms. And I only used one. They paid for all the food. They took care of everything that, that whole day. I thought I was going to take my family down there, but it was just me because my family was busy. So I just, I went down there by myself. And the results of that business competition were me being a semifinalist. Uh, I was the only one there by myself. So I gave a speech by myself. I was like there by myself while everyone else had a team. So it was really nerve wracking. Yeah, I, like I'll, I'll be honest, it was like really nerve wracking. I think I was like, 17 or 18 years old you know going in there by myself so um yeah man it, and then as time went on uh channel 8 called me again and the city of las vegas gave me the active kind of sword which was 800 dollars, and wow. um i was on it again i i think I, and then no channel channel 13 after after the second time on channel 8 channel 13 yeah. messaged my mom <laughs> Too many channels yeah, I know. Yeah, my, my mom, my mom, they, they messaged my mom and they had channel 13 came into my house after, after a day and after a day at school. Um, 
And then on my one year anniversary, the newspaper here in Las Vegas reached out to me. I was on there as well. As awesome. You can see right here. But, yeah, um, yeah, I read that article. It was, uh, it was really interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, really, uh, thanks for that background. It's super helpful to, to kind of know your whole story. Um, let's kind of, you know, go back a little bit. So a lot of people, um, I'm sure you know this, a lot of people, uh, especially nowadays with entrepreneurship being so cool, want to create their own brand, want to create their own like online store, want to do e-commerce. Um, things like drop shipping are really hot right now. People think it's super easy to do. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, what kind of um, business like you guys have? And then also um, just give us like a few tips, like for anyone out there who's listening and wants to build a, uh, a clothing brand um, or a clothing resale business, just give us some advice for, for a way for them to do that with, you know, while actually making money. <laughs> Cause a lot of the time people start a business, um, you know, they spend a ton of money on ads on uh, the website, on, on the logo. And then by the time it's all over, they're not making any money. Um, so that's, you know, right. yeah. So let's, let's dive into like what it takes to run an actual profitable business in that space. Okay, cool. Cool. So let's take it back a little bit. When I started this, I said I only started with $40 and I had, to, I even have a book with all the, with all the items that I bought with that $40 and I made a good amount of profit and I put all that money back into the business. Um, with well, so one, one quick thing, I, one quick thing. Can I just, so like you're saying you had $40 and you made a bunch of money. Can you quickly just like drill down on that? Like how did you, I don't know how much money you made. How did you do two X at three X at four X or whatever it was like, just tell us like how that happened. Cause I know people out there are listening and they're like, they just want to know, you know, there's no secret sauce, but they want to know like what it is that you did. Um, Cause that's, that's the kind of stuff okay. that really helps people out. Yeah. Okay. So when people start a business, a lot of people just think about how much money they're going to make. You know, they, they don't really think about the long term of it. You mm -hmm. know, when I started with $40, I saw I, I made like little profits, but those little profits came a long way because if you continuously reinvest that little profit that you got back into the business, then, you know, a lot a little can go a long way, you know? Mm -hmm. um, my mindset was utilize what I have, you know, cause I started with like almost nothing, you know? And, you know, having my own store from $40 to having my own store now, it's, it's crazy to think about, but you don't, you don't really think about, you, you always, a lot of people think about how far they have to go. They don't really think about the progress that has already been made. You know what I mean? Um, so as, as time went on, gradually, gradually, I, I never really looked. This is the book that I, that I keep all the stuff in. And, you know, uh, I, I write down how much I got the item for and how much I sold it for. And as time went on, I never looked at the book. I never looked at how much I really made. You know, so when I kept reinvesting the money um, and, and saw how much profit I made, I'm like, wow that's crazy you know because people people are so focused on like what i said the money don't be so money driven because if you're so money driven and you don't get the money then you're going to become discouraged right and you know that's a lot of that's a thing a lot of young entrepreneurs don't realize today you know the money's going to come but you must serve others and have empathy for others so that everything else will come into place you know 
Um, and yeah, so back, back to what I was saying with designer, et cetera, I actually take in consideration of everyone's style, not just one style, not just like the hype brands or, you know, like the vintage clothing. I have the high brands like Louis Vuitton, Gucci, um, Supreme, Bape, Vilon, and then have like vintage, like Thomas, T Tommy Hilfiger, uh, Ralph Lauren, um, and like the basic tees, you know, so that I have that. Okay. And then my own clothing line, which is designer merch season one was, was last season, obviously season. These are the season two hoodies. I actually, I actually hand sewed all these hoodies. So each of the hoodie is like made out of love and, uh, season three will be coming soon in the, in the spring. And so uh, other side from that is LB pound, which is, which what me and my partner started, we actually buy shoes and resell them. So we find shoes online. We, we buy shoes from our friends and, uh, we, we resell them for a profit. Yeah. So let's talk about the, uh, the, the shoe business for, for a quick second. So, you know, reselling, um, you know, has been pretty big, pretty widespread for a while now. Um, especially with, you know, hyped up shoes, like a lot of Jordans, Yeezys, things like that. Uh, how have you managed to kind of stay ahead of the game? And, and like you were telling me before we started recording, you're getting these shoes, you know, at or below retail, um, and then selling them at, at the, at the markup. So what are some of the things yeah. that you're doing that allow you to actually to actually do that successfully? Because um, like I was you know mentioning before, like a lot of times you can buy stuff, but if you don't sell it for the right amount, if you don't sell it at the right time, uh, <clears> you're out of money and, um, and you know, your business won't last too long. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Right. Okay. So what I do is I, I do my research. You have to look on eBay. You got to message your friends. If, if any of your hype beast friends are like, are low on money and you want to help them out, hit them up. You know, that's kind of what I've been doing that a lot of people know that I have multiple businesses. So they, they hit me up. Um, mm -hmm. they hit me up pretty fast and, you know, I'm fortunate enough to, to be able to uh, pro provide them the money that they need and at a really good price where I could even make a profit from it. Um, some, some resources I go on is eBay. You know, you could do, do the live auctions, you could message the sellers because a lot of people online are looking to get rid of the shoes because they need that money. You know, yeah. a lot of the people, a lot of these people are, you know, they, they, they thought that this shoe was going to be like the best thing ever, but when they get it, it's like, Oh, this is just a shoe. You know what I mean? How is this going to benefit me in the future? And then they realize that, you know, but they, they get this happy that they're, they're just so happy. They, they have to buy it, you know? And like, that's, that's the kind of, that's the kind of mindset a lot of people have like, Oh, this shoe is going to be worth so much. And then when they get it, they wear it out for a few times. Like, ah, oh, man, this is, this is not worth the hype. So they, they end up reselling it for that retail or below retail. You know, it's crazy. This, this past few days, I was telling you how I bought five pairs of Yeezys, five pairs yeah. of Yeezys for retail or below retail. And you know, I could, I could sell that for a retail price or even just a little bit above. And that's still giving other people a deal. You know, that's still giving other, like you, you can't buy Yeezys. You can't really buy a lot of Yeezys for retail nowadays. You can, you can buy them retail back then because they were so hyped up. But now I buy like five pairs of Yeezys, um, bought an Astroworld hoodie, V-Lone t-shirt, Bape t-shirt, which I'm all going to, 
I'm all going to sell it all. I'm going to sell it all. Um, because for me, it's not about looking rich. It's about, you know, actually being rich. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, for sure. Um, and like what, what were we talking about before, a lot of young entrepreneurs, they, they save up all this money and just to buy something like an MCM backpack or like a Supreme backpack that, you know, go resale prices. Yeah. It's not going to, it's not going to go too far. You know, that a lot of, a lot of them have to buy resale price because it's very hard to find, you know? Gotcha. Yeah. So, um, I don't think we, we haven't talked about this, but it sounds like you're a big fan of, uh, people like Gary V. Uh, is that, is that right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, a lot of the stuff you're saying, um, yeah. So, you know, it's, it's really cool to see, uh, how someone like that has, has inspired so many people has definitely inspired me. And yeah, I, I think that, you know, there's just so much potential inside, like so many other people in so many people that once they kind of find that thing that they're passionate about for you, it was, you know, the process of just like selling stuff, you know, you like to, it doesn't matter what it is really. Cause you said you're selling like candies and stuff when you're a little kid and you found this niche, <laughs> this niche that, you know, really works for you. Um, and that's awesome to hear. And can you just quickly talk a little bit more about like the whole giving back to the community aspect? Um, cause that's, you know, that's more unique, uh, for, for entrepreneurs, you know, a lot of people, you know, definitely focus on making money. Um, but, but one of the big things that, that I saw about you that I thought was really interesting was that, you know, all the prop. Uh, part of the profit that that you make from from these businesses actually go towards um, the needy and can you just talk about like that and and you know why that's something that is actually so important to you and, and how that's actually uh, affected your business <clears throat> okay so I partner with many organizations okay and within these organizations there's a lot of homeless volunteers you know I, I work a lot I, I work a lot with the homeless in out in and out of the organizations mm -hmm. okay so i have real real life conversations with these with these individuals and you know it's it really it really touches my heart to see that they want to help other homeless when they themselves are homeless you know when i when i started partnering with this one organization care complex i had i had it was like one of my first events and he came up one of these guys came up to me he was like hello sir can I have a few pieces of clothing because my clothing was actually stolen when I was sleeping outside and someone took it from me. Like my, my whole bag of clothing was, was stolen. From me. And I was like, yeah, that's crazy. You know? And you know, I gave him like a whole bag of clothing because I'm like, you know, everyone, everyone is equal. I don't see myself superior or more inferior than, than other people, you know, everyone is equal. So why not treat them how you would like to be treated? You know what I mean? And I, I, you know, I just, I just didn't want to be another entrepreneur just selling an item, selling a product. I had, it, there had to be some type of purpose, you know, um, because, you know, it, without, without that, it just, it just kind of falls off and you're just truly not like that that's just my passion that's always been my passion ever since i was young my mom and i would always go to convoy of hope we would go down to so many events like on thanksgiving christmas and we feed the homeless you know so now i'm actually partnering with, partnering with other entrepreneurs so that they could come with me down to my events and another thing that i'm doing is i'm going to other schools in the valley at, in vegas and giving speeches to them so that they could come with me to my events 
So I've given That's a speech awesome. here down the street at ECTA High School. I've been, I gave him a, I've given a speech at one of the colleges here, um, Nevada State College. Um, I'm going to be going to Silverado uh, across the, across the town and, uh, I haven't even given a speech in my own high school yet. I want to make that a big <laughs> They invite yeah. you yet or you waiting on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting on that. Yeah. They, yeah. they, um, they, the advisors actually reach out to me and then yeah. I do that. Yeah. Nice man. Yeah. Well, um, it's, it's awesome to see this, you know, you're, you're killing it and, and back to that, you know, community giving back aspect. It's, it's so critical. You know, you, uh, you have a local story of like, uh, you know, you have an international countrywide international business, but definitely your community is, is super tight knit. Um, you know, looking at your social stuff, it's something that's super important to you and, uh, really commend that. Um, and, it also, you know, goes to show you, yeah, how you, how you were saying, you know, when you, when you graduated high school, you got like 11 full ride scholarships. Um, and it also, you know, is a testament to, to entrepreneurship. You know, a lot of people out there want to be entrepreneurs um, to, you know, maybe post cool pics, maybe make some money. But also another added benefit is, you know, colleges, you know, really like that. So if you want to get a full ride, you know, yeah. it definitely, it doesn't, uh, it doesn't hurt to start your own well, business definitely. and, and to do well. well. And as we kind of are, are wrapping this up, let's kind of, um, you know, let's hear uh, one major piece of advice that you would have for everyone out there who's who's a young aspiring entrepreneur or a young entrepreneur. Um, just tell them something that you think would really help them in the long run and um, and really allow them to, to flourish and not burn anything uh, too soon and not, you know, make those common mistakes. Um, what, what do you think that one piece of advice uh, would be? I believe a lot of young entrepreneurs always look for advice from other people they always look for perfection they always look for the right platform they always look for the right product when in reality it's all about taking action because all that stuff that all that looking up that they're doing you know that's all procrastination you know what i mean 100 percent. Um, yeah. asking for other people's advice reading a bunch of books i mean all that is great for the mindset all that's great for the mindset, but in reality, it's be it's because they're scared of the risk. They're scared of, you know, just hitting it hard. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely taking action is like one of the most important things. You could talk about how you want to build a successful business. You, you could talk about how you want to impact the world, make a difference. But, you know, why aren't you doing, why aren't you putting in that work? Why aren't you doing it? You for know sure. I mean? Like take action rather than... Yeah. You know, actions speak louder than words. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and actually, it's so funny that you said that. I, I shared something about that, like, on uh, on Instagram, um, I think it was last night. And and the worst part about that is that, like, you know, you you feel like you're doing something super productive. You're, like, reading something or you're watching a video. And, you know, myself, I get caught up in that all the time. Like, I'm watching, like, this 30-minute right. YouTube video on, like, learning some kind of, like, investing strategy or something like that. And it's like, you know, you could keep watching this all day, but you got to go out there and do it because, you know, if you don't do it, another day goes by, another week goes by and, you know, you, you have more knowledge, but you haven't actually done anything. So um, that's, that's fantastic advice for everyone out there. And it's, it's like one of those weird things where it can feel productive, but really you just, like you said, you just got to go out there and do it. Um, It's, it's so simple, but, but that's the way it is. And right before we go, you know, I uh, just want to give you another moment to kind of shout out, your business, um, you know, everyone else that, that has helped you along the way. So feel free to do that and also tell everyone like the best place and, uh, and medium to connect with you. Okay. If, if they want so to. You guys yeah. can find me on in- okay. You guys can find me on <laughs> Instagram at D S A N G L A Y. 
and from there you could just find all the businesses on that it's all connected in that one that one platform on instagram on facebook it's just dylan sangley d-y-l-a-n-s-a-n-g-l-a-y um, on snapchat my snapchat's kind of weird because i you know i made it in high <laughs> in middle school uh it's d12db d12 b b d b e a s t i don't know like <laughs> I, I used to be called D Beast. I I I was uh I was the real D Beast in middle school because I used to play basketball and they always used to call me D Beast. But um and then you know I get I give a shout out to all my family. I give everyone uh, a shout out that has supported me along the way. All my mentors, you know, without without them, without all the people, without all the love and support from from all my followers and everyone that has been so, supporting me the, along this journey, you know, I truly wouldn't be here today. I give all my glory to God and. You know, every day is truly a blessing. You know, we're always, always work hard in silence and let your success speak, you know? Awesome. Really appreciate it, Dylan. <laughs> it's great speaking with you. Likewise, man. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. If you like what you heard, go rate and subscribe to the podcast. Even share it with your friends if you found the lessons valuable. We do the show every week, so stay tuned for more episodes. And till next time.